Hey everybody, this is Tyson and Logan, and you're listening to Dad Bods and Beards Podcast. It's a show that gives you a fresh look on being a father, a husband, and honestly, a man being in today's world. For people who want to have a good time, laugh, and be uplifted, thanks for subscribing and listening. Now for the show. (laughs) (sighs) So funny. first three minutes is just us like warming up actually <laughs> welcome to dad bods and everyone this is uh tyson and we have logan here What's dad, so funny? Bod, dad bods and everyone we're, we're keeping that one <laughs> welcome dad, to dad bods, bods and, and everyone else who doesn't have a dad bod. <laughs> dad bods and beards everyone but no that's that's right. the intro i make an executive decision for today all right all right so welcome everyone uh to dad bods and beards um we have tyson and logan here and we have a fun topic i think um it's something that has kind of been on my mind lately, and then I saw a post on this on Instagram, um, and by uh, Millionaire Steps, and what was his name again? Who who actually stated this? Donald Miller. Donald Miller. So Donald Miller is uh, talking about heroes and villains, and uh, basically, are we a hero or are we a villain in our own lives? And uh, really, really good about how uh, we. It's just the way we think and how our mind works. Are we a half? What is it, a, a half full or half empty type of guy? Uh, glass yeah, you're looking full. at the glass half full or half empty. Like, kind of how are you perceived? Like, what has what has molded you into the person you are? Are you like a good guy? Are you a guy that people kind of like, oh, yeah, he's like, mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but also, I really think, you know, sometimes you, uh, sometimes you really do play the victim. But why don't we go, why don't we go ahead and I'll read you what he states. Yeah, it's a good, and, it's a good uh, and that's a really good intro to kind of what we're about to talk about. So he goes, the villains and heroes actually have the exact same backstory. The villain story and the backstory of the hero are pain. The hero is always an orphan in some way, and they're orphaned. The villain, if you watch the movie closely, screenwriters will put a scar on their face, a limp, some sort of speech impediment, and they're indicating that if this person has a painful backstory. So the difference between a villain and a hero is one thing is how they respond to pain. The world hurt me, so it's going to hurt you, or the hero says the world hurt me, and I'm not going to let this happen to anyone else. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, you look at that in a literal sense and then like a figurative sense, like figurative, you got all the superhero movies. Like, I'm a big Marvel guy. I like them. I like them all. I've seen them all. And you can see like, oh, Batman and the Joker. You can see like Iron Man and, you know, all the other different villains throughout the throughout the Marvel universe. And then you get people we probably can both think of in this life of like, mm-hmm. hey, that guy went through a crap ton. And he's like, like right now I'm listening to David Goggins uh, or and reading his book. Right. Yeah. That dude's upbringing is insane. Like it like hurts me to like listen to his book a little bit of like what he went through as a kid. But now he is like super motivational, like super like take control of your life, be a bad A, da 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 da. And then you get all these other people who, rightfully so, have become super jaded and hardened in the world because of their horrible upbringing. So it's like, not that you want to play victim blaming, but it's kind of like you, you know, you have the most control over where your life goes based off of the experiences that you've had. Um, I absolutely agree. Like, so. 
as in a professional life, you can actually see uh, those who play victim and those who uh, do not. And you can sure. see the different parts of uh, their life and how they're succeeding, how they're not succeeding. <sighs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, so so you're yeah, you're saying whether they're succeeding or they're not succeeding. Like we we can almost go back to referencing what one of our podcasts were our first ones where I talked about like the really frustrating week we had at work. And it was the contrast of the way a couple of guys left our company. One guy, super professional, going on to start his own business, moving on. And then the other guy who's been a perpetual victim his whole life, they grew up together, friends, same school. I don't know their backstories, I don't know their lives, but they worked for the same company. You know, I worked for my brother for a few years before I got there. But one worked his way up and one kind of stayed stagnant. And the one who worked his way up left professionally, went on to start his own business. He's doing really well. The other one, perpetual victim. I quit. F this. Burned a bridge. Mm -hmm. So you can say, I mean, you can, there's, there's the contrast and everything. And it's like they had, as far as like their current work situation, they were pretty similar. But yet one was progressing and one was staying stagnant because of attitude there's a lot of it well i think attitude is the uh the main point of this whole conversation is how you're going to look at things that are happening to you because everyone has crap happening to them everyone's going through a situation in life and there is one uh person that i really like to eat i listened to his talk and his podcast his speech whatever you want to call it and what it was talking about is he was on his way this leader was on his way to um his house and he rear-ended a man. Totally his fault. All was totally his fault. So what will happen, though, is the guy came out of his car as he got out of his car just to check and make sure everyone was okay in his car. And the guy just reamed him and just said, you're an idiot. How dare you? All this kind of stuff. And just foul mouth completely gone and drove off. And so this guy who was giving the speech was telling, uh, telling everyone, it's like, I had the worst feeling. I couldn't stand that guy. How dare he talk to me that way? It was an accident. There was by no means that I mean to do that, all that kind of stuff. So months later from this accident, he's giving this speech. And he's he's speaking to this uh, group of people. And all of a sudden, afterwards, this gentleman comes up and talks to him. And it was the same guy who he hit. And he, he came oh. and apologized. And he apologized and said, I'm so sorry the way I spoke to you. I was so glad that you were here talking because I've wanted to apologize ever since day one. He's like, I had just found out that my wife died and oh. I had to go tell my kids. And so the thing is, is like here he is holding resentment, holding all this hatred towards this one individual. Soon as he found out what really happened, he had all the love in the world for this guy. Sure, it's like perspective, right? Yeah, it's all perspective and all mindset. So when we have, when me having a business, dude, it's hard. Like I probably work literally today alone. I've been up since seven o'clock. I started work at eight, and it's eight o'clock now. I've worked twelve hours straight in this lab. Yeah, and this is your, this is your, yeah, I don't side business. You know, aside, yeah, and I don't pay myself, and and that's totally fine. That's what we're doing, and I'm not complaining, but. I am grateful for the opportunity to be able to work hard, but I also know there's a lot of other people out there that are complaining that they haven't been able to pay themselves after a certain amount of years. Yeah. Like how you shouldn't be doing this and doing that. And to me, it's just a matter of mindset. Like, dude, this is fun. Like, this is cool. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think it's all a matter of perspective. Well, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's like, 
It's like the constant, and I'm not going to get into it politics wise because we're not going to talk about politics, but it's like the nah. constant battle of kind of like minimum wage versus like livable wage versus like tax the rich versus like no one should be that wealthy versus pro capitalism. It's kind of like everything comes down to perspective. There is no right. There is, I mean, there is no like one right answer, one wrong answer. And I think, I mean, the same thing with kind of what you were talking about. And, and it, one thing I was telling you about earlier like the hero villain concept that also boils down to not just how you are and how you feel like you're portrayed or whatever, but it's also on like how other people see you based off of your experiences with them, whether that's in like a good part of your life or a not so great part of your life. So for instance, I, if people are to know me as well, like if you were to know me as well as you do now, six or seven years ago, you would see a completely different person. Completely mm-hmm. mentally unstable, not on medication, undiagnosed. I mean, I told you, I will save some of those stories for another podcast. Versus now I'm in a completely different stage in my life and I approach things very differently, I approach people very differently. Some of the experiences I've had with people close to me and how I was treated. So it's all literally like you were talking about the guy with you know, getting rear ended. It's all about you have no idea what's going on with the other person. Mm-hmm. So I try to be careful. And if I've wronged somebody, I'm not great at it, but I try, (laughs) I try to fix it. Like, so what I'm alluding to is this, uh, this, this week, I got a text from a guy I used to work with and it was not a happy text. It was actually a very angry text. There was a lot of very big bad words and Uh some accusations and stuff. And it was because of a decision that I made in a very frustrated, annoyed state last week. So we have a truck yard where we park our trucks, like our semi trucks, dump trucks or whatever. And we have a guy that used to work with us that he parks one of his, his dump truck trailers there. I had a really bad day that Friday and I was over at our truck yard and just in a kick rocks type mood, literally. Mm-hmm. And I kicked part of his trailer and I broke it. Oh, wow. And it was, it was like, you know, in, in an anger situation, it was intentional, nothing against him. It was just like the, you know, the drywall punch type situation. Anyways, before I had a chance to go fix it, he saw it and then got this super angry, you know, all in his, you know, in his defense, he had every right because it looked like I, you know, he used to work for us. So it looked like it was a retaliation thing. So I stewed on that for like an hour or two, like how to respond. And I finally decided to be like, dude, I'm sorry. That was me. Nothing against you. And then I went the next day and I replaced all the parts. I mean, it was like. Like it wasn't like something super expensive, but Uh it was someone else's property. We had a good relationship and now it's kind of tainted because I made a stupid mistake in a super high elevated, you know, emotionally angry state. So it's all, like I said, going back to perspective, like you just gotta be, you gotta, I mean, professionally and just your reputation, like you, you gotta, you gotta be constantly aware of how you're coming off to other people. And I say that all the time. Like someone's like, well, that's not how I meant it. I'm like, yeah, but you still, you still did this and you have to be understanding that even if you didn't mean it that way, you have to understand that people will take things certain way Mm -hmm. and you can't control that. You can't control how other people perceive you. You can just control what you do. So I guess that's the whole hero, hero villain concept too. So I, I'd like to take two, there's two roads that I want to take with that. And they, so first I'm going to address uh, you kicking and all that kind of stuff. So one thing I've learned in my marriage is 
I am all about fixing things now. Oh, every guy is. Um, right? Yeah, no. So like, <laughs> so like, if there's an argument, mind you, like Kenneth and I do not. Uh, we don't get in a lot of fights. Um, we get in a few arguments, um, but it's more just us. Um, disagreeing on what we're going to have for dinner or um the house isn't as clean as i would like it you, and you, guys you know are, you stupid guys things are... on my part where i'm like i can't believe this is there's cups out how what you know that type of thing you guys when are so cute <laughs> what you guys are so cute <laughs> no but but what i mean though is, is yeah. and so she will almost shut down mm-hmm. and not want to talk until she cools down and I just want to keep talking. I'm like, I'm like, I feel like I'm totally opposite of every married couple, dude. <laughs> um, no. And, <laughs> but no, no but that's, what I've learned you. though is when I'm that feel that way and she shut down, I even get more aggressive because I'm like, no, we need to take care of it now. And so what happened now is so now I will actually go and uh, I'll walk away, I'll step away and, and uh, calm down. Literally give it 10, 15 minutes, and I'll come down and apologize. And uh, I used to say, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's rehash everything yeah, all over. But I don't do that anymore. Or at least I try not to. And sure. uh, I'm like, I'm so sorry, but um, I stopped wrong. doing that. Yeah, you were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, so I, I really do think that, you know, in the heat of the moment and stuff like that, we do say some things. And so I try to take myself out now. I've learned a lot from her. Um when it comes to that stuff. And then secondly, um, there's a lot of things that we do uh, in our professional lives and that everyone's always judging and it's hard to be on point the whole time. Oh yeah. But, but when you are dealing like when you are, uh, are the boss or someone else is your boss, that type of thing. And you have a, an employee who's com- always complaining that there's nothing to do. And you, for in fact, have given them lots to do (laughs) and all this kind of stuff. It starts to get old. It starts to wear on us. And so I feel like the negativity of people wear you down. Oh, dude, 100%. Yeah. And so, like, I love hanging out with you. Like, you and I, if I'm having a bad day, I've called you like I called you today. And yeah. I asked for advice. So I'm a little hurt that you didn't call me on, on Friday, that you didn't talk to Did me. Did you call say, me? Hey. What was Ray? No, when you had a bad t- a hard day. I'm like, no, you t- called oh, me. Oh, that was two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Like, you call me. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but it's, it's, it's the people who uh, continually feel like they're victims. Um, I, f- I feel like it wears me down. And sometimes yeah. I feel like I, I do sometimes act like I'm the victim. Like, what was me? It's my, you know, that type of thing. Well, it's, that's a natural human emotion and reaction. Like everyone has feels victimized at times. And sometimes it's 100% like legitimate and they are being victimized. Yeah. I have, I have a threshold where I, where I will entertain your victimhood. Not, I'm not saying you, but like in general to a point. And then it's like, I'm not going to criticize you or jump on you or make you feel belittled. Like, I'm just going to stop listening to you because mm-hmm. like, like that's what I said, like speaking of heroes and villains and victims, right? Like people who are either rescued by the hero or they're, you know, they're, they're beat down by the villain, right? Sometimes the victim isn't affected by either one of those. They just are constantly like playing off of past experiences or like, I can't get ahead in life because because maybe you're not mentally, maybe you're not mentally at the state where you need to be like mental illness wise, or you have had some experiences that are just putting you in a, like a depressive state or the economy freaking sucks right now, dude. Like yeah. 
you got you got people who are making six figures living paycheck to paycheck like that are that are trying to budget. And so there's a million mm-hmm. and one things out there that can cause that victimhood. But it's like realizing that you're the only person that can pull you out of it is where the change comes. Right. So, OK, let's, let's say that you and I so let's say I'm playing the the, the victim all the time. Sure. Uh, or or let's yeah, the victim right now. How do you how do what would you tell me? She's if I spit it out what would you tell me uh, or give me advice on hey you need a chill you're not always the victim uh, what would you say well so like for instance like like from like a professional standpoint no just as a friend like really if i'm if i'm always playing the victim how, what advice would you get me to get my mind out of that state well i would just ask like I'm, the first thing that you i i've asked someone and i asked only because i asked this of myself when i was literally in that like perpetual like pissed off victim state like like, what is it that I am constantly, like, so mad about that I deserve to treat other people like crap mm-hmm. or put my problems on other people? So that's maybe a rhetorical question because it's, you know, it's for you to answer to yourself. Like, Dude, I hate to interrupt you, but this is huge because my, my wife and I just had uh, this conversation about how um, there's a few people in our lives that are extremely negative and yeah. And, you look at them and, and you're just like, what is going on in your life? Because they are mm-hmm. so mean. And Candace and I were just talking about that, that we're saying something's going on in their lives mm-hmm. that they don't like. And so therefore they're lashing out. Yeah. And then also there's a, there uh, in therapy, I was talking about something like this, about me and, and having a hard time with a certain individual in my life. And they're like, what is it about them? Mm. And uh, no, they go, what, what did he say? He said, what is one characteristic that is like you in him? And I pointed it. Yeah. And I pointed it. And in my mind, I I knew exactly what it was. And that's what drove me crazy. Sure. And I'm like, ah, say, as soon as you learn how to love yourself and love that flaw, you will have zero problem with him. Well, there's a similar situation. Like there's, there's, there's a relationship that I have right now that I'm working with someone working, working through and, I was kind of complaining to my wife about it today and she's like, this is where wives are really good at it. And this is not like, this is not like a side jab at my wife uh-huh. or whatever, but she's like, yeah, well, when you were like this though, and it's just like, Oh, like it's like giving you that outside perspective. Uh-huh. Right? You and I feel reminder. like it's only, it's only like a wife or a partner that can like give you that like unbridled, like, like unfiltered perspective. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is for me is that I will hit a point where it's like, I know where my place is in people, in people's lives. And it's like, I know where I I feel like I've learned and I'm not saying I'm an expert. I feel like I've learned where not to, where not to cross because I don't want to have more problems. I don't want to be blamed for something. I don't want to share too much because I've had experiences in the past where I shared and confided too much in people that I should have been able to, that turned around and bit me hard. hundred percent. I think every person has gone through that. Yeah. So what I would say, kind of going back to your question would just be kind of like, what is it like, like the rhetorical question, like, what is it that is, that is just so hard for you to deal with, or you feel like is, is the thing holding you back? Is there anything that you can do to change that? And then if not, then what professional do you need to seek help from to help you like rectify that? Yeah. Because there is 100% like the fact that there are people out there that are dealing with things that they cannot overcome on their own that has put them in that victim category. So I don't ever want, I don't want this being portrayed as like some victim blaming session. Right. But at the same time, it's, 
There are the heroes in our lives that will affect us in a positive way. There are the villains in our lives that will affect us in like a horribly negative way. It hurt us emotionally, physically, mentally, everything. And then there is us that we can be, you know, either we can progress to the hero side or we can progress to the villain side or we can stay stagnant and just are just, you know, not, not progress, just be forever sad <laughs> like i know I, I hate to put it that simply but no you brought up a, when you were talking the one thing that came to my mind um it's it's the dumbest thing to me it's just but i have a few people in my life that not that i've stopped communicating with them i just don't have time sure and uh and i haven't made them a priority in my life and uh then all of a sudden i'll see them around it's like dude i never hear from you anymore and in my mind, I go straight to, I get, uh, I, I almost it triggers me. I'm like, dude, mm. I'm right here. You could have reached out to me too. Because exactly. I get, I really get tired of people saying, dude, I haven't talked to you forever. Like, where have you been? I'm like, you could have picked up the phone too. It's not just me. Mm-hmm. And, and I need to learn that. Okay. You're right. But I, I need to be better and I need to, to reach out and talk to you. And that's what I try to do. But sometimes I'm like, dude, I think there's a handful too. Exactly. And I think there's a handful of relationships in our lives that like that aren't that aren't a spouse that aren't, a, a you know, maybe a close sibling or a parent or a best friend or whatever that like are worth the extra effort to check in with people. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the relationships that were like, well, that was just that period of my life and they were great in that moment. And now it's, you know, as you're maturing, they're an acquaintance or they're a friend or. Someone that when you do see, it's like, or you get the, hey, happy birthday text or whatever. But it's like, I I have so much going on in my life. And so do you. And so does everybody else that I think it's unrealistic and unfair to expect everyone to always be checking in with me. Yeah. So it's like, I've worked myself into a position that like, I don't, I, I'm trying to, I shouldn't say like I've worked myself. I'm trying to work myself in a position that I don't need the constant validation that I used to need. See, and that's really good. That that's hard. That's it, hard. You know, horrible that's hard. Because <laughs> that's what I did. Is I grew up in a family that like constantly communicates with each other, and I'm not saying necessarily like oh super healthy communication. Just like literally just talks about everything. Yeah. And sometimes overshares, and that has bit me in the butt really hard before. Right. So it's just, you know, I read uh, it was this thing on TikTok. It said that you when when you get married. Or like when your child gets married, you don't gain another son or another daughter. Your son or your daughter is starting their own family and you become the extended family. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like that can be the same in many in multiple relationships. Like because it's like as you know, you and you and Candace have been married for what? 20, 20 years? 20. Yeah. So and me and Chelsea have been married for 10 years. The longer we've been married together, the more you realize that like your your family unit is like is your like that's your people. Like, yeah. You know, not, not just that your wife is your person, but you literally created the other ones <laughs> most of the time. Right. Or you would, you know, you, you join, you know, other kids in your family. And, but my point in saying all of this is that like you, you have the people that are in your inner circle that whether you talk to them every day or like my best friend, since I was, since we were four, I could not see that guy for four years and then text him and say, you want to go to lunch? And it was like, we never skipped a freaking beat, but he and Mm -hmm. I have a relationship that we know we don't have to check in with each other all the time. Yeah. And if he needed anything, I know that I would be one of the first calls he would make. And then the same thing with me and you, like I don't ever 
have a problem, you know, sharing anything with you. And obviously we, we stay in like constant communication. My wife's like, you talk to Tyson more than you talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) But it all just boils down to like you kind of all going back to like the whole victim thing. Like you cannot set your own expectations on someone else's life because you have no idea what is going on in their life and how spread thin they are. Mm -hmm. And you could be the tipping point of whether they become a hero or a villain because you're just like, (laughs) Like and so that's what, that's one thing I really liked what you had to say. And, and uh, the thing with me is I decided that um, I'm done telling people that I'm like, yeah, you're right. I could do better. And, and uh, I apologize because I really could, even though it might hurt my feelings that I'm like, dude, you could have reached out too, and like, mm-hmm. you know, because it bothers me sometimes. I'm like, it's just not me, man. A relationship's two ways. And yeah. if it's bothering you, you could have reached out. Um, however, for lately, um, within, I would say in the past two, three weeks, I have, uh, during lunch or on my way to work or on my way back from work, I will actually do a lot of voice texts uh, and voice messages and and DMS and stuff like that. And just check it in. Just want to make sure you're doing well, know that you're loved, man. And and if there's anything I ever do, and I've noticed that's a little bit different. Uh, uh, people are, uh, you know, I've reached out to people that I normally haven't in a long time. And I think they like that. Yeah. Well, no, that's. That's what I've said is that's one of the things that normally draws people to you. Like that was you, you do that to me still. I mean, we've been friends for a little over a year now, but like, just like, Hey man, check it in. Just see how you're going. And I've gotten your voice texts. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like, you're the only guy I know who does that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm driving and it's so much I know. easier to do it. Yeah. But <clears throat> no, yeah, it's just, it's funny. It's, I was thinking, have you ever watched that show? The boys on Amazon? Uh, I think I've watched the first season. I haven't watched the second. So you know that whole sound on TikTok, like, Ashley, look at me. And it's like a transition. Like Robert um, and I did it at the Cosmoprof show. Where it's oh, like yes, yes. So that guy's name is, so he's he's an interesting concept. So he's like the Superman, Captain America of of that show. But he was actually really evil, but right? He's 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 heck of bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> like he's a bad, he is a bad dude. But his name's Homelander. He's got the red and white you know, cape and like the blue, like he just looks like straight up like Captain America, Superman, right in that category. Mm -hmm. But he portrays to be, he's portraying the hero, but everybody who knows him, knows him, knows that he's really the bad guy. So there's that whole other like can of worms in this section too, of like, you got a lot of people who appear to be this way, but in reality that could be the villain. And the same thing, you have a lot of people who appear to be the villain who could actually really be a nice guy, but no one's giving him the time of day or they appear to be this way or they look this way or they, you know, they think this way on this certain topic. So what, what, what I try to boil all this down to, and I think you can apply this to a lot of different areas is, is like, I worry about myself and I don't care about other people's lives in the nicest way possible. Not that I don't care about you, but it's like, I don't have your life. So it's not my place to have an opinion on your life. My opinion of you comes from our interactions and how I see you treat other people. So that's where I judge my heroes and villains. Not on like, oh, this guy's super rich and super wealthy, and da, 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 whatever. It was like, yeah, well, guess what? He's actually a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Versus like, oh, this guy's a, lo-, you know, like, uh, you know, this guy's a paycheck to paycheck or, or what, just the exact contrast, right? And it's like, yeah, so but I, I, was... I, I that guy will give you the shirt off his back, literally. Or he'll be the first one to be there at two o'clock in the morning when you need help yeah so 
Yeah, I was uh, going to ask you, like, then how do you discern uh, those people and the differences? But like you said, uh, you're just going to listen and uh, observe and see how they really are in person. And and what's funny is I can tell you firsthand that I've seen I've seen this and I've mm-hmm. where they portray themselves one way and then um, in public they're a different way and all this kind of, and it's true and and uh, it's uh, shocking sometimes and and uh, it's unfortunate, but. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is, and I, definitely, I've I've had to, I've had to make boundaries uh, with myself and other people. Dude, boundaries is I mean, dude, we we should do a whole podcast on boundaries because <laughs> it's, it's like the older I've gotten, right? It's people sometimes say it's like, oh, you get softer. No, I think you get more mature, and you like, you know, you don't need to raw dog everything and just like everything's okay, everything's fine. We'll just figure it out. Like, no, there's people in my life I've had to set like clear boundaries with, whether I've stated that to them or not. Mm-hmm. But like that is that is like a survival tactic you got to have nowadays because it's like just because somebody is this person in your life does not mean that they are entitled to be in your life. And that that is not saying me like, oh, that's my experience. I'm saying like I've seen that of like friends and family of people that they have had to cut off because just that it was it was healthier for them to have that boundary than it was to have that person, you know, this far into their into their life. So, yeah, there was a there was a gentleman as I started the company um, and uh, he was he was uh, fairly invested in the company and he was extremely toxic in my life. And uh, really? Candace always could tell if I, he was if he called me or anything like that. And and uh, because it would just brought me down, like I said, negativity really does affect me personally. Like um, if you're being negative, if you're trying to use guilt trips, stuff like that on me, it, it, it really brings me down. It ticks me off. It makes me upset. And I'm trying really hard to get over that type of stuff, and 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 uh, you know, but but uh, he he got to the point where I actually had to confront him and and talk to him and say, hey, I can't have this anymore. We're done, and uh, it definitely hurt him. Um, but I'm just like, I can't live like this. I, I cannot live feeling like I'm hurting you when it's my company. You have zero mm-hmm. say in it. You know what I mean? Like you're making wrong dude. decisions. You're doing everything wrong, and I'm like, dude, you're not even part of this. I think there's very few people in this world that don't that don't like let negative situations affect them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, just like our. I mean, do you remember that text I sent the other day to to you, Robert and Matt, where I just was like, "Hey guys, serious question. Oh, how do, yeah. how do you guys all deal with?" So like, I've got this guy that I used to work with, and so I I he and I butted heads at one point, right? We started We when this is when I first started driving a truck, I first moved to Utah, I was driving a semi truck. I just got my license. He and I started literally like on the same day or one day after another. My brother was the owner of, was one of the owners of the trucking company when I started. And I think from the start, he just was like, Oh, nepotism. This guy, no trucking experience. He jumps in, I was a brand new truck driver. I didn't know how to shift 18 gears yet. So they gave me one of the newer trucks with an automatic. And he just is this guy that forever has been given everything by his daddy. He literally has a new truck all the time because his dad or his uncle owns a dealership. I don't care. That's cool. I wish I had a dad or an uncle that gave me a new truck every year because they owned a dealership. But it's just like he, from day one, he had something against me. And then 
I'm also coming off of like be getting healthier mentally wise, right? Like, so I still had a short fuse. And so then he and I would butt heads a little bit, but I never did anything to him to like make the guy hate me, but he has hated me forever. And I left the company, came back and he was in kind of like the truck boss position, which was like, you know, the guy who handles all the dispatching and driver management and stuff like that. He wasn't cutting it. They brought me back because they needed a guy to do it. I accept the position came in pretty much became his boss that blew his mind. And it was, it took a long time to pretty much get him to be like, dude, you, you, you gotta like follow suit just because yeah. you don't like me. And this was your position. Doesn't mean that you can like not, not play along. Like I'm kind not of your boss job. now. Yeah. Anyways, long story short, he gets fired because he's texting and driving a freaking semi truck and then hits somebody. <laughs> oh yeah. But we are, I mean, Utah County dude, when you're in this industry, construction, trucking, excavation, whatever, it's a small world. Eventually, everybody knows everybody. I have not worked with this guy for two and a half years, and I still run into people. They're like, oh, yeah, so-and-so hates your freaking guts. Like, he still <laughs> talks about me. Oh, man. And I'm like, dude, like, I don't freaking – it. every time I hear about it, it just sends me into this, like, spiral where I want to just, like – I'm not kidding. He's, like, 5'5". Five, five. And I don't want to like demean this guy because it's like, it just makes me look like a jerk, but it's like knowing me, like I could, I could, I could shut him up very quickly. <laughs> yeah. But I've never gone that route and I've never gone to like try to humiliate him or demean him or whatever. But it's like that wells up inside me. That's why I texted you guys of like, how do you deal with this when someone's talking crap about you? Like, how do you like not let it do? It bugged me all freaking day. Yeah. Cause it's like, I know where he works. Like literally like I know where he parks his car. Like, <laughs> cause it's like, it's like, that's how tight knit this little, like, you know, this kind of community is. And it just like, why, why, like, why do you spend your time worrying about me and my life? And I like, dude, I tried to be friends with him before we were cool with each other at one point. We like kind of got past our differences and then we're not. And I don't know why. <laughs> so that's where I, I try not to let these things get to me, but it's like everybody Sometimes they do. They do, hundred percent. Especially he's, when he's you don't, have no idea what's going on. And that's but, one that I'm. I every time I got to figure out how to get past it because every time I hear that he's talking about me, yeah, just I get oh. I get negative comments all the time on social media. Um, there are people that do not like me, um, and I don't know why. And it used to <clears> affect <throat> me. And occasionally, there's something that that hits home because it hits me. Like I feel like I am struggling there. And then they say it. I'm like, Oh, um, <laughs> but like I told you in that group text, I'm like, it, they are struggling and they're lashing out on you. Uh, just ignore it and just know that they're that, uh, don't give them that power. And it's harder. It's hard. <sighs> easier said than done. Well, it's, it's like hard. But yeah. I've learned these past, uh, you know, this past year because, you know, I used to like this used to like feed and devour me and all this kind of stuff. And now I'm just like, eh, now, yeah. uh, now I have real problems where people want to do these things and this thing and this thing and, and uh, which would yeah. affect me and my family and my business. And I'm just like, that's the stuff that I actually put my, my mental yeah. stuff to. See, that's where I can still work on that. That's why I asked you three, because when I knew Robert would just be like. Like f them, forget about them. They don't like yeah. he just missed your motivation. Like, and beat the crap out of them. Yeah, like and that's what it, that's what it, you know. And Matt, you know, and Matt is like such an intellectual. I feel like that he is he's able to be like, no, nah, well, you know what he said. He's like, I could just 
literally like talk them into into being like submissively and like shut up basically yeah. right and eventually it just it, it morphed into the conversation of like i mean do we all need to get plane tickets logan like or do we need to just like come throw down <laughs> like but that's it made that made me feel better of like hey this guy's making me feel like crap i'm gonna go to the group of freaking guys that make me feel like you know i'm appreciated i'm valued and whatever like just some true friends right so that's what I think. I don't know if we've kind of gotten off topic a little bit, but it's like kind of coming kind of back full circle of like the heroes and villains in our lives literally have a massive effect on like our trajectory. Yeah. So it's like I had this villain, I guess, so to speak, in my life that just every time he rears his tiny little ugly head, it puts me in a funk. So I'm like, OK, I got to go to some of the heroes in my lives and be like, what do you guys do? Like, talk me out of like wanting to say something super demeaning to this guy. So. Well, and I, I, if people are listening, I'm like, if they're still listening, (laughs) (laughs) if they're listening, just know that, you know, there is, um, everyone has down days. Everyone has hard times. Um, I'm not always as positive as I want to be. Um, you know, but for the most part, I feel like people who harm me, if I'll, I'll actually come to them and say, dude, what did I do? And I've learned that, uh, they usually will tell you. And usually it's something that you have no idea. And uh, we usually say sorry to each and we own up to it and we just become friends. And that's happened before and it's not happened before. But mm-hmm. uh, but uh, definitely communication. Be adults about it. Be mature about it. Yeah. And uh, if and then if you don't come to resolution, it's not on you. Yeah. And then you just move forward and don't let it hinder you and your growth and, and you personally. Yeah, I mean, Chelsea essentially was saying she's like you should just send him a text and be super adult about it and i've had to do it yeah I'm like, get this so i was at work um so this was like three jobs ago and uh when we you were, were traveling you were a male stripper yes when i was a male stripper yeah no and we were we were at a conference and uh we were with customers and we took them out to eat and everything so it was all the salesmen and a few customers and uh i i was eating and uh just eating like normal i just saw this kind of stuff and i was at the show and i was doing my thing you've seen me at at shows and stuff like that anyway i get back and i'm getting in trouble for how i was at the show by because he was a manager and he had to go tell the other managers like his manager and then they called me in and i'm like what what did i do and he's like well he says you weren't being very professional and he was telling me all these things that i did and i'm like who said this I was like, can I can I just talk to him? Because whatever he's saying is inaccurate. Anyway, I went and talked to this guy. And I'm like, dude, if you have a problem with me personally, like if I actually did something wrong, I totally understand you going to the boss and saying, hey, but all the things that he told me were just personal. Hmm. So if you have a problem with me personally, and this is the first time I ever did this because it really got me. And uh, I'm like, if you have a problem with me, just tell me. So we step out in the warehouse. <laughs> You're like, and we throw down. <laughs> no, no. He started screaming at me. Really? He's like, you were a disgusting human being. You eat so gross. Like, you chomped on your food and all this kind of stuff. And and then he's like, and when you were talking to people about your, you were, he was just went off on me. And I'm like, oh my God. I, st- I really started tearing up. I don't know if you know this or not. I don't think you've ever seen me you're, cry. You're, you're, but uh, I, he wait, hurt my wait, feelings. Wait. You don't think I've ever seen you cry? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, it- but I hear my feelings, and I'm just sitting here taking it. And then at the end, yeah. I'm like, 
I, I won't say his name, but I'm like, thank you for telling me. I appreciate it. I'll do better. But no, that was very professional. And I sold you 10 to 1. And I just walked Ooh. away. Yeah, and I, and, and I was just like, oh, I really didn't say that, but I wanted to. Yeah, but that's that's <laughs> that's what it is. Is it's like you can almost you can almost pinpoint the insecurity of why someone doesn't like you, and it's literally just like some people just don't like you because you are winning or you are you know better than them in one aspect or another. I'm not saying like better overall as a human, but like yeah, maybe you were better at your job than he was at the time. I mean, that could be a similar situation. For yeah, that but guy. he but. really just he just didn't like me. Um. And, and there's uh, some people you never that will never like you, no mm-hmm. matter, no matter what. I mean, because I mean you're Tyson. Not everybody. I mean, not everybody likes you. It's okay. No, and I, it used to really, it used to really affect me. And I yeah. obviously didn't say that at the end, but I did say thank you for telling me. I appreciate yeah. it. And uh, we went back, and and if there was ever issues, he would always come to me, and there was quite a few. Um, but yeah. eventually I quit because I couldn't handle it because it was just so negative all the time. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm done. It was, well, there is such thing as toxic positivity. And like, I would go to lunch with a coworker. Like you can't go to lunch with him. Why? <laughs> um, because I'm, af- we're afraid of what he's going to tell you. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and, and it was, it was just odd and uh, it affected me. Um, yeah. And, and but to come to find out, he was crazy, and so they knew what they were talking about. Sure, but the way they handled the situation, I didn't agree with. Sure, no, that's interesting. But I mean, it goes back to what we were saying when we started this podcast. Like it's like, or started this episode, where you have the appearance of like, or like you have the scenario of like what makes somebody a hero, what makes somebody a villain, and then you know the next level up, what, what how they appear to come off, whether it's a hero or a villain. But whether we're talking about fictional stories like Superman, Batman, and then all the, you know, the Marvel guys over here, like there's always the people that don't like them or there's always the people who think that they're wrong. I mean, that was like a huge storyline in the whole Marvel cinematic universe of like, oh, these superheroes need to be put in check. But then the superheroes Mm -hmm. are like, we're just trying to do the best we can to save everybody. I'm like, yeah, but people are dying in the. So it's like that can spill over into real life of kind of like, I'm just doing the best that I can and me just being me bugs you. I I can't. I literally don't have the mental capacity to entertain your feelings. And, so, and that's what I was getting at is just some people, uh, we just don't get along. And, and that is okay. Um, yeah. It's totally okay. Just don't let it consume you. Don't let hate consume you. Um, and I love the guy. Like, if I was to see him, like, you know, do are we best friends? Am I going to talk to him? No. I'll just say, hey, what's up? But I have zero... Uh, anger hate or anything towards him at all yeah and uh it's the truth and so there's there's just things that you're just like okay yeah this is how it's gonna be and that's okay one question i want to pose maybe is we're kind of wrapping this one up for everybody who's listening is thinking about your life um on a day-to-day basis uh or even in the long term by you know weeks months or whatever are you like, if this is like part of your origin story, like, are you on your way to becoming a hero in your own life or a villain in your own life? Like, Dang, are you, that's a good question. Like, are you constantly trying to better yourself for yourself and your people, like your circle of people to where you'll be viewed as a, a hero to the people that matter? Or are you putting yourself in situations and causing other situations that are making you be viewed as a villain by the people who need to be viewing you as a hero? So that was one thing that's been floating around in my brain since we've been talking. Yeah. 
you uh you are the master of your soul is that what that what's that quote i have no idea <laughs> you know that one quote <laughs> you know the one with the words by the guy who's really smart and stuff no he's like i'm the captain of my vessel i'm the master of my oh, soul yeah. oh yeah yeah i know that <laughs> like, whatever what is that quote i don't know but i the captain of the vessel part is what clicked for me I yeah it's, it's like we really are the captain of our lives and we can control the ship um, mm-hmm. and we just need to be able to master ourselves mm-hmm. and, uh, dude, it's what I, what I always like to tell my kids, I'm like, I'm just learning how to be a parent still. And, you know, my oldest yeah. is 19 and my youngest is 10. And I'm just like, I'm still learning how to be a parent. Yeah. And so we're always going to continue to grow. We're always going to continue to learn how to love and get over our personal vices and stuff like that. Don't yeah. be hard on yourselves if you fell one day, because it's going to happen. For sure. As long as we're master of your own domain, that's what it is. Yeah, there you go. So, well, try to be a hero this week, guys. I know we all have our own origin stories and we have all the crap that we have to deal with because no one's life is the same as the next person. So, you're all heroes in my mind, especially if you're listening to our super awesome podcast. (laughs) Well, have a great day. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) So dumb. That's like my new thing. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, guys. It means the world to us. If you have a chance, please give us a five-star review as well as write something a little purdy in there so that we know that you know that we know that you care. Anyway, have a great day, guys. I can't do it. (laughs) You know, it's good. I like that. You're going to redo it without laughing. That was good.